Hello and welcome to the Lee Schools TV podcast. I'm Adam Wright. Joining us today is Glenn Biteman of the Village School of Naples. You're the steam coach there. Yep. And you might be wondering why we're having somebody from the Village School of Naples on the Lee County Public Naples. School. What? No, you can't cross the Mason-Dixon line. <laughs> so, uh, but you have been a longtime partner with the Lee County School yep. District. Absolutely. And we're going to talk a lot about STEMtastic because you've been coming to STEMtastic for several I years now. We, we have to figure out when it started. But I think I've been there since the beginning. Okay. So I want to I want to say I was, but... We have to prove that. And by the way, STEMtastic is right around the corner. It is Saturday, February 8th. February 8th. That's this Saturday, right? Coming yeah, up? yeah. yeah um, coming up. A week from the release of this podcast. So we, and it's right here at the School District of Lee County uh, Public Education Center on Colonial Boulevard in Fort Myers. It's from 10 to 3 on Saturday, February 8th. It's free and open to the public. It's and free? It's free. And open to the public? Wow. <laughs> so, and it's, it's great for students. Parents bring your children. Yeah. And, I, I mean, mean, with thousands of attendees, right? Yeah. I you've, mean, been yeah. There, you've been there forever, too, right? A couple of years so, now yeah, I've yeah, gone yeah. and taken some video of the event. We can yeah. show some right now. And it's uh -huh. just the we line the hallways with tables uh, full of experiments yeah. and activities. You it, know. Is, it is the greatest event in the entire world. And I would like anyone to challenge me on this. I mean, so, like, I, so I'm coming in and I'm thinking about it. Like, it's better than Disney, right? Wow. So, yeah. I mean, and you can, yeah, let's talk about it, right? You go to Disney. What, what's a ticket? Oh gosh, at least, yeah. 180 bucks, right? And you're not going by yourself. You're bringing people, people that can't pay, like your kids. And so you go there with all these people, and it's a lot of money. STEMtastic? Free. free. Absolutely free. You get yeah. in for free, and what do you have? 120 different vendors. 120 different vendors that all bring their stuff, right? They all volunteer mm -hmm. out of the kindness of their hearts. People and like you. People like me. And we go there, and we have a great time. And it's, you, you're waiting in line for an hour to get on a ride for a minute. From an engineering standpoint, that's just a waste of time. <laughs> but then you go to STEMtastic, you wait five minutes, you're in there, you're making something, you're taking it home. There, you know, it's just, it's the best event yep. in the world. And there's, we got stuff going outside the building too. You know, yeah, you got the fire department out there squirting people, and you got like rockets launching, you got stuff going on. I mean, it's the best event. Animals. Like, animals. The reptile guy was there last year, yep. and uh, he did an amazing show. Mm -hmm. Of course, we had the Imaginarium launching stuff off the stage with all their, uh, you know, dry ice and. Uh, What's that other one starts with an N? What's that gas you freeze? Nitrogen. There you go. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, so you're excited. Why? I mean, why do you? Why do you want to? Uh, obviously, it's you said it's the greatest event in the world. So I mean, yeah, that's we, why you like to come to well, it. Well, we started. I mean, the history of this goes way back. I also have the inside scoop on who named it. We'll talk about that in a minute. But the main thing is, uh, we go way back to when the Edison Festival of Lights, because it's the Edison Festival of Lights and the foundation for Lee County Public Schools that put this thing on, right? And so before they used to be outside Harborside, and we used to do events in the grass. And so it was great turnout, good stuff, but it was like my first, like I was at the Edison Estates as Wild Wizard 1. Yeah, I forgot, to, I forgot <laughs> to mention in, the, in your introduction, uh, you know, Glenn Biteman is your real name, but, you, you know, but you, actually your real name is yeah. Glenn the Wild Wizard, let's right. be honest here. That's how I, that's, they trademarked it as soon as I, as soon as I, they trademarked it, so I wasn't going to take it. I mean, Edison owns Wild Wizard. Oh, do so, they? I mean, Edison the guy. Oh, okay. right. All right. They, okay. Anyway, so main thing is yes. Yeah, so, so now they have uh, Mr. Pierce there, who's amazing and wonderful. He's Wild Wizard too. Oh, okay. But he's also Professor Pierce. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Uh, so he he keeps the dream alive there. He's so we the should not call you Glenn the Wild Wizard. No, I'm actually Glenn the Super Scientist. So, super yeah, Scientist. Yeah, okay. Can, All you know, right. I'm also called the Science Guy. You know, mm -hmm. me and Bill Nye were like that. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so the main thing is uh, we, we started out there, we're out in the grass doing all kinds of fun stuff, and then that, I, don't, I don't even know what happened, but they, that kind of like started to kind of fade away, and so they were like, we need a big event. 
And of course we did. We did a huge event where kids get to do just crazy hands-on activities, and they came up with STEMtastic. And so that's, that's where it all started. So can you give us a, a teaser of what you'll be doing at STEMtastic this okay, year? Okay, so I do the uh, MCing, so I'm running yeah. around. So I actually do a thing where if you can find me, so I'm on mic, mm -hmm. and this building is huge. Yeah. So you go down these huge hallways, and so I'll find a vendor that's doing something amazing and wonderful, and I'll interview them on the mic. So you can hear me throughout the whole building, but you don't know where I am. So it's kind of like where in the world is the crazy science guy somewhere. <laughs> and so what I'll do is I'll go to a spot, interview the people, and if people find me, like kids run to the booth, then they get tickets to win prizes and things like that. Cool. So. Uh, and you obviously have a lot of great energy. Where, do, where, do you, where does that energy come from? Coffee. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, but no, I think it's, it's just the love for learning, too. Like yeah. when you go to this place, you can't help but feel the energy. The place is just just teeming with uh, people that are just loving this stuff, scientists and, you know, the people that it's in their heart, it's who they are. But there's artists, designers, printers, you know what I mean, all that stuff, they're all there. And we all get along. Yeah. And it's wonderful. And everyone's included and it's great. And, you know, the stuff that they come, I mean, I see stuff, I've been doing this for over 20 years, and I see stuff I've never seen before every year. Yeah. And, and, and like, I think it was Pablo Picasso who said, uh, good artists borrow, great artists steal, mm -hmm. right? And so steal it. As teachers, you have to come to this thing. You have to look at what's out there and take it. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of teaching, so can you tell us a little bit about what you do at Village School of Naples? You're the STEAM coach. I'm the STEAM coach. First of all, thank you. Person. Thank you to Village School thank of Naples. Thank you, Village School of Naples. For allowing uh, uh, Glenn to join us yep, here today. And, you know, so, and we have tons of stuff going on. Actually, we have an event coming up uh, February 22nd, okay. uh, which is just like this event. It's kind of right now more business focused because we're just getting started, but anybody can come. It's free for anybody. Similar to STEMtastic. STEMtastic, right. Okay. So it's like we have uh, people that do like laser cutting and things like that. So we have people in the industry. And the main idea is kind of like STEM at work, which I think Marshall Brower started, mm -hmm. where kids get to go out to the place and see what they do in the field. Now they're bringing their stuff into uh, the village school, and you get to play with all the What's cool it called? There. It's called Innovation Fest. Innovation Fest. Innovation Fest, and that's on February 22nd. Not to be confused with STEMtastic on February 8th, yeah. this Saturday. Both are free. And both are free, completely yeah. free, for free for vendors, free for And the, uh, the Innovation Fest, that's open to anybody who wants to come, anybody not just... Everybody. Lee County, yeah. come on, show up, and if you got stuff, I need help, people. So I'm setting up all kinds of stuff, you know, the Star Dome, we're setting up uh, slime booths, of course, you have to have slime. I'm sure there'll be slime at uh, the fest. Oh, I'm sure. Or at the, what are we called? STEMtastic. STEMtastic. Right, of course. So that'll be there, too. Uh, and so basically, it's a lot of that. We will have a, a bunch of businesses, because we have businesses at uh, STEMtastic as well. Yeah. So it's mm -hmm. like... It's, it's just awesome, yeah. So just another thing to share and enjoy cool stuff. So you've been doing fun science stuff for a long time now. Okay. How did you become who you are? I was a horrible student. We should start there. So I understand the importance of discipline, because without it, who knows where I would be. Uh, and so, uh, but it took me a while to realize the value of science. I think I was like 26. I was really not a good student. I went to art school, so I graduated as an animator. And, you were originally uh, from Philadelphia? Originally from Philadelphia, so I graduated from the Art Institute of Philadelphia uh, with an animation specialized technology degree. So I am unique, uniquely not qualified to do what I do now, except for I have over 20 years of experience. Uh, but also, too, the main thing is when I got into the science thing and started realizing, because I started as an animation program, so it was called the Character Building Animation Class, which mixed technology and art together. And then I realized there was a huge need for that type of teaching in science, because I didn't like it. Mm. And I'm not going to say it was completely my fault that I didn't like science. I'm not going to say my science teachers were bad. I'm just going to say 
improvements could be made. <laughs> and so uh, basically, but now we have science teachers, and I'm all over Lee County, and I'm all over the schools, you know, and these science teachers are doing amazing things now. Kids love science, and when you talk to the teachers, or the kids now, they want to be engineers, they want to be scientists, and that's what we're looking for, because we've got to fill that huge gap. Yeah. Uh, you brought some things with you today, I right? I brought tons of stuff with yeah. you. Well, I was actually kind of hoping that I would just talk and do things. I was kind of yeah. like the people that are just listening to the podcast. Yes, yeah, so we encourage you to, unfair. if you're just listening, go on over to Facebook and YouTube keep and watch. talking and you're going to have to watch it. Yeah, it's blowing up a balloon. Can. Yeah, so, of course, you know, we're talking about positive, negative, opposites, attraction, all that kind of stuff. And when you're at STEMtastic this weekend at 10 o'clock, and feel free to just come early. We'll let you in at 10. But uh, main thing is, when you have, uh, oh, is that, there we go, okay, very <laughs> so good. So static energy? Yeah, and of course I have a face for radio, but the uh, hair really looks good right now. Okay. All right, so here, if you go, and yet. So Whoa. I'm not even touching anything. So what we're doing is we're just learning that opposites attract and the same repel, and right now the balloon, ah! Sorry, okay, sorry about the scream. Um, so you rubbed a balloon on your head and then it made that. The can, so you take a regular soda can, yeah. put it on its side, you know, drink the contents. When sure, it's heavy, yeah. it's really hard to make it work. <laughs> so you drink the contents, you rub it on your head, and so you collect electrons on the balloon, and then you put the balloon next to the can, and then the can is attracted to the balloon because the can is positive and the balloon is negative. So when you come to STEMtastic, bring all your positive energy, and we all know you're attractive, so that's okay. <laughs> right, so, uh, of course, you know, we I do mean, all that, kinds that, of stuff. But that is just, that's an example of just an easy, yeah, I mean, cheap all... science experiment. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, easy, cheap, and that's my main goal. My main goal was to... Make it simple. So a lot of teacher training, professional development I do, when I go into schools, I bring nothing. I bring nothing with me. I see what they already have available. Mm. Because there's two things that get in the way of education, and it's cash and credit. People don't have the money. They say they don't have yeah. the money. You can teach science anywhere, anytime. Mm. Of course, we do need a budget. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that you can still bring good science with whatever you have available to you. Because that's what science is all about. You know, it's just looking what's around, making observations. And so uh, when I go in and I just grab whatever's in there, it's all, it's all science. Mm. Everything here is technology. Even this air uh, indicator. Another balloon? Well, yeah, it's an air indicator. An air indicator. Yeah, it's a very expensive piece of scientific uh, equipment. Okay. So when we teach the scientific method, you actually do science every single day, right? You think about what you're going to wear. You think about what, you know, if you're going to go to the kitchen, you walk downstairs assuming the kitchen's going to be there. Yes. Right? You already have a pant plan, you have a path, you go there, and your kitchen's there. Just the act it's of so, walking is exactly physics, right. right? Yeah, exactly. You're just trying to figure out how to... Mm. So you make observations. So right now I have a balloon, a very pointy stick. Ooh, don't... You're going to pop the balloon? See, that's a hypothesis. I have not mm. popped the balloon. So what you did is automatically came up with a hypothesis. So I take two fingers, which is the H in the alphabet for sign language, okay. and you spin it around your face like this, and that is the actual sign for a hypothesis. Oh, interesting. Okay. So of course I put a lot of movement in there, uh, because some people have to dance to think. Ken Robinson. So here, if you take it like this, so of course you think it's going to pop, you put it here like this. You did not hear a popping noise. What? Because it did not pop. I know, it looks like magic. It's science. Now if I go through the top, is it going to pop? Hit. <laughs> this is called balloon kebab. So the main thing is, why didn't it pop? Do you know why? Is it? So now you're observing. So now we're doing science. Now I that was one experiment, we do 100. I'm so confused right now. Now there you go. Well, it's, it's because of the thicker parts of the latex on either side. So if I take it like this and do this, <laughs> then that's what happened. But was there, was there a... No, there's you, no didn't, you never poked a hole through it? Never, nope, never, no trick or anything. Some people put tape on, some people oil down the stick. I don't do any of that. I just what? blow the balloon and stick a stick through it. As long as you go through the top and the bottom, the latex is thicker in those areas, so it just kind of does what polymers do. And I've never seen that before. Well, that was so cool. I, you know, it's magic.
not really. You, know, you, you also used to do, so uh, speaking of, you know, you being a longtime partner with the Lee, Lee County School District, you used to host a show called, uh, what was it? Super Simply, Science. Simply Science. Simply Science. With is the amazing back? Jason. I don't know if you, if you know Jason. Jason, uh, never heard of him. He's, he's oh. wonderful. Oh, okay. Okay, so, uh, yeah, so we uh, did Simply Science. We did a lot, I don't even know how many episodes, 13 episodes, I think. Oh, maybe? that's a shame. Yeah, it was, yeah, and then. Uh, it was it was wonderful. Yeah, some of the best times. What, so you were you? Were, it was kind of like it a was bit, me without the beard. Kind of like hair. a Bill Nye yeah. show, though. It was right? definitely Bill Nye. Exactly. And we had students yeah. come on mm -hmm. with you, and you did well, experiments. We yeah, we had a skunk. We found we found some the, footage though. The yeah, other. we the could wheels, probably put it on. It, uh, and what's the wheels one? Animal on wheels or I don't remember. Nature, nature on wheels. Okay. Uh, they came out, but we talked to anybody and everybody. We had lizards. We had. Uh, Scientists, we had the amazing Mr. Rick Tully who came out and talked to us about plants and things like that. We talked about space. Uh, and it was just a well-lit show with amazing uh, camera work and editing. Mm. Yeah, mm -hmm. just saying. So yeah, that was a lot of fun. And uh, I'm still kind of working. So I found out, because I used to do Wake News. You used to do Wake News. Yeah, we so did we, a segment yeah, together. Yeah, we did Wake yeah. together. Yeah. And uh, on Wake, and so I did Wake a lot, and I, I loved every segment I did there. I started finding out that Facebook Live also has a lot of followers. So when you do Facebook Live, you get a lot of hits that way. So you just started doing this stuff on your own? Pretty much, yeah. 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 So you, uh, like I said, you bring a lot of you know great energy. Uh, you're so comfortable in front of the camera. Uh, camera? <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, where does that come from? I mean, were you uh, were you always? Did oh, you do? Were you a, like a hand. drama kid yes, when you I were was in a school? Yes, I was a drama geek. I think it saved my school career basically really? going through drama. And so that's why it's very important when we talk about STEAM, you know, adding that A. I know we're STEM-tastic, but there's so much art that happens there too. Yeah. So uh, the STEAM part, the acting, the uh, drawing and all that kind of stuff, uh, I am an artist before I'm a scientist, but there's no reason why they can't be together commingling. Well, I mean, that, yeah, and that's crucial, especially if you want to get uh, kids who may not otherwise be interested in science. Absolutely. It's a great way to get them engaged and in, in to Especially if yeah, they can and, see and if it's fun. so long. And I think the energy does. So enthusiasm's huge. Yeah. Of course, no matter what you're teasing, you need enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. uh, and there are subjects where you need to take some time. And like some of the math topics, you have to, you got to take your time mm -hmm. with that. And trying to add energy and stuff like that kind of takes away from the lesson. But there are times when you can blow things up and it's perfectly what you should be doing at that moment. Uh, but when now I'm actually, I've been doing this long enough to where a lot of the kids that I have worked with in elementary school have gone on to college. And I get letters and things like that where they're saying, you know, I love the science stuff, I love uh, what you did, and they're going for science degrees, they're going for engineering degrees, and for me, that gives me all the energy in the world. Like that just, you know, mm -hmm. fills my bucket and I can get excited and do uh, So you, you, were, you were saying earlier that it, you weren't, you didn't really get into science until you were like 26? 26, yeah. I was, I uh, had no real, like I said, I was, a, I drew all the time. So okay. I drew in class all the time. I'm, I'm the kid that, you know, would get kicked out of class and sent to the office and also spent a lot of time at ISS. And uh, I, can't, in, I can't picture you being a rambunctious Yeah, student. I mean, a little, uh, yeah, just a little, a little crazy. I would like to say that back in the day, you just, I didn't get in the way with much. So what, what I did got me in trouble real fast, oh, you know. Okay. Uh, and so, yeah, a lot of, I had to, you know, a lot of Saturdays gone, cleaning things. And so what were you? What, what were you doing? Uh, I mean, I don't know how much detail you want to get, get into your it. personal life, but you, so I mean, did you go to college? Yeah, so I went to the Art Institute of Philadelphia, and okay, yeah. I didn't actually think I was. I was actually looking at the Navy. I was about to join the Navy, yeah. uh, and then when I realized I could go to college for animation or art, because right now yeah. that was the second graduating class from the Art Institute in an animation degree, meaning the year before there was the first time they ever offered it. Mm -hmm. So when I was graduating high school, there wasn't an option 
for animation. And then I saw that, so then I went to college uh, for animation. Then I went on to do Blue's Clues Big Musical, Scooby-Doo Jakes as a Thing, so I worked with Nickelodeon to tell, did a lot of stuff, but then I, I also taught at the same time. So I would okay. go out and do big talks at high school, and that's what got me into education. Ah, okay. So and I, I heard, so you're an animation mm -hmm. guru, not guru, but I mean... Yeah, uh, pretty amazing at it. <laughs> what kind of animation? Uh, I did mostly hand-drawn animation. I was going to say, I heard that you were very skeptical of computer animation <laughs> yeah. in, its, in its early so, days. So, yeah, back in the day, I said there's no way computer animation was ever going to take over uh, hand-drawn animation, you know, because I was a hand-drawn artist. I would put on the headphones and draw for hours at a time. And I would say that computers wouldn't have the passion or emotion, be able to get the... Uh, feeling you can get from hand-drawn animation, and I couldn't be more wrong. Yeah, boy, how wrong you were. That's why we have to teach technology to kids today, mm. because there's stuff out there, AI, you know, all that stuff. You got to get into it now, because it's going to be what you're doing later on. That's the T in, in STEAM, right? Yeah, you got the technology. You got to yeah. do that. Of course, you know, the Penn's technology, too. A lot of people forget low-tech. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's important to cover. Uh, <laughs> do you have any, any more? Oh, I got tons of yeah, stuff. So, uh, so here's a, a really good one. So. Uh, we have just a regular watch battery and an LED. Now, of course, if we're talking LEDs, you have the long side, which is your positive, and you have your short side, which is the negative. So okay. if you put it on the wrong way, which I'm going to do first, it simply does not work. Uh -huh. So having the knowledge that all you have to do is switch this around like that and do it like that, then uh. you have your glowing LED light. Hmm. And it's, again, the same thing with the balloon, positive, negative, opposite track. Because of that, the electrons are being pulled through the wire, and if you do it the wrong way, it just doesn't go through the LED. Hmm. It's got to go that way. And it glows. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. It's like Rudolph's nose. You know what's really cool? Entropy, right? So STEMtastic is about controlled entropy, or like chaos just everywhere. Yeah. And it's pretty awesome. So when you walk around, there's things flying around. There's stuff going on. You know, it's like walking into a toy store, and everything's just on. Very safe so, event, though. Yeah. Very safe, yes. absolutely. Safety first. We believe in that. Uh, but here we have, uh, so I'm, I'm doing this. You'd be surprised how many times it lights up completely on its own, just by random chance. Amazing. Okay, so. Um, oh, when it hit the floor, it lit up. Did it light up? Yeah. I knew it. Okay, <laughs> you might need that. Sorry. Ooh, okay. Okay. Is that, All right. Your color. Good. Okay. Yes. We're okay. So we're putting on. All right. So we're putting on safety these. goggles. And so I have a little glasses. bit of liquid in here. Now, of course, this is a solution. Everyone say solution. So I, I always do the call and response. Right? Okay. Doesn't work in a podcast. Solution. <laughs> okay. So um, what do we got? Oh, we got this one here. Okay. Uh, how messy can we get? Um. Just watch. You know, the just carpet? watch the equipment. Oh, that? You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can get the table wet if okay, you need already. to. Looks you're like good, a, you're looks, good. It looks no. like a start. Look, the Milky Way. I wiped right, it so, down right before the box. Oh, I so. ruined it. Okay, no, so here okay. we got Alka-Seltzer and a canister. Uh, I bought the canister online. You used to be able to go get canisters from, like, uh, Walgreens. Uh -huh. Can't do it anymore. People mm. just use digital stuff. Uh, so here we go. We put that in there. So you're pouring, what is the this liquid? It's just regular liquid, but... Just um, regular liquid, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you the main poured thing it is, on top of some alka seltzer and then you, you, yeah. you flipped it upside down. Yep. Um, One thing we teach is failure. Are, and were we supposed to be keeping a close eye on that? <laughs> or I'm a little nervous. Oh! Hello! I have no idea what just happened. <laughs> so That wasn't supposed to happen, huh? Uh, well, it wasn't supposed to hit that. So, anyway. Oh, well, I think, <laughs> I think we're okay. It's, we're good. We're clear. Yeah. It's still bubbling, though. So there you go. Of course, it's releasing carbon dioxide because you okay. have, you know. The mix is, is it really? Because that's, it might not. So now we got to figure out what Alka-Seltzer releases. We do. <laughs> Very important. So, so get on that. Boom. So oh, of course, put our research the gas going there. If this is stuff we do, it's fantastic. Okay. Thanks for, thanks for the heads up. <laughs> yeah, you have the I mean, I guess you so did yeah, give you me the glasses. You can take these off now, yeah. I think. Okay, all right. We're pretty clear. It's a little foggy. So 
Yeah, they do. Clean yeah. these things? No, actually, I should. <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, so, <clears throat> oh wait, here we go. Bernoulli! So I might be doing flight, so this is the first year I actually have a booth. Which means when I have oh, a booth, okay. I mean I'm gonna send somebody else to run the booth for me. But, so you're, uh, just, you're the MC. Yeah, I'm the MC, so there'll, there'll be a booth. But uh, I think I wanna focus on flight. But I, there might be already flight simulators there because it's really cool. I know there have been there, there have been flight simulators the last two years. I've seen them. Yeah. Right? So I mean, it's guys. But they're popular, so you can never be. Enough. Yeah, you can do that too. Yeah. yeah and of course, we do Bernoulli ball. Uh, let's, let's do that. Ta -ta -ta -ta. Bernoulli ball. Long. You can speed the segment up. Actually, if you speed it up, I shouldn't do the speed up voice because that would be a double speed up, which wouldn't work. So you take that like this, fold it like that, fold it like this. Okay. And if you're Good to be watching this at home. So you're folding uh, on a the piece pod. of just regular computer regular, paper? It's regular printer paper. Yeah. So I actually do a thing, which is another professional development thing I do, called paper training, which I think is funny. Uh, and so we paper train. So no matter what happens, you can teach hours and hours of science with just a ream of paper. So this is one of the more exciting versions What's the of rule? That. Isn't it like you can't fold it? There's uh, only, a, it like, nine times? only a finite amount nine, of times yeah, you can nine, Let us know. Write us in. Let us know how many times you can fold a thing. OK, so here we go. Blue 32. Wow, that went I'm pretty far. Hitting a lot of things. So yeah, with that, so that flew, and of course we talked about the four forces of flight, and you get to make and take those, but once you learn how to do that, you will never look at a piece of paper the same way again. You take an ordinary piece of paper, and you make it extraordinary, and that's what we do. Extraordinary. Making, extraordinary, Where'd you yeah. get the ping pong ball out? I thought that, that wasn't oh, part of that. The... Did you get that? <laughs> <laughs> One more time. Hold on. That probably takes some practice, huh? A lot of practice, and it's fun because you just hand out ping pong balls to kids. Can I try to do it? Uh, I'll give you your own. Okay. Yeah, not that it's not. I sanitary. guess your lips just touch yeah, that one. Yeah, I know. One, it's huh? just you know. Sorry. Here okay, we go. Okay, right? I'm gonna. So you hold it straight up. Wow. <laughs> not too. <laughs> At least I didn't make that much of a mess. I made this mess. He made that mess. <laughs> okay. We're good. We're good. There we go. All right. So yeah, it is slightly dangerous. So, oh wait, hold on. Be aware of your surroundings. I know, it's a, okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Not gonna tell you what just happened. All right, so, <laughs> I was going for the camera. I hit Jason. <laughs> okay. No, that's okay. <clears throat> sorry, Jason. Okay. Um, Don't feel sorry for Jason. Okay, yeah, okay. I forgot. Okay, so yeah, of course, you know, I could do this all day. I got tons of stuff, and I just tried to do what I could fit in my pocket, basically. Uh, and, uh, How many things you got down there, man? It's, uh, Mary Poppins bag. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we got some popsicle sticks. Popsicle sticks. We have three here. Now, what you do with this one is you just do it like this, and then you just leave it out. You don't say anything. You just put it oh, out there. Oh, so that's and, that's and that's it. So it teaches tension and compression. It also yeah, blows no... up when you when you do it right. So it, it should shatter into a thousand pieces, like that. And uh, so the main point is trial and error. You just you don't show them how to do it. You just do it. And you leave it out. So now they have a example of what they can ah! example of what they can do. And then you'd be surprised how long it takes for them to figure out how to put this together. And the ones some people, some kids can't walk away, right? Yeah. They're just no, like, they're oh, just, I can't. I got it. Mm, and they stay there it. for a good twenty minutes, and then they get it, and they say, I got it. And they get that aha moment, and then they never forget. Just like the piece of paper. Once you have that knowledge, it's yours forever, and you can do it anywhere you go. So uh, the beautiful part about it, too. Uh, is you get to throw it. But uh, it does teach a lot of lessons on tension compression, teaches on you know structures and how strength of things. That kind of stuff. Very cool. Yay. Okay. 
I'm gonna have to pick all this again, up. So, uh, again, all of this stuff is just super cheap and easy. You know, popsicle sticks, balloons. Exactly right. That uh, was a canister. I did have to buy the canister, but you, sh you might be able to find some. Yeah, I mean, the Alka-Seltzer might be the most expensive thing you had to That's get. That's probably true. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, of course, then there's slime. Slime is just absolutely a must wherever you go. And I've been doing this for over 20 years. Is that Elmer's glue? This is Elmer's glue. And of course, this is borax. And borax got a bad rap. Borax, somebody said that Did borax it? actually can uh, cause third degree burns if you mix it up. Uh, it's I've in been like laundry it detergent, years. isn't it? Or it is I... laundry detergent, yeah. yeah. And it does have an exothermic reaction, but you know, I'm gonna say, it, what I know is two different cases where somebody claimed that they were burnt by borax. Uh, two out of millions? Hmm. That's not science. Anyway, so if you are concerned about it, don't do it! But um, I just have. So of course this is now making a polymer. So we have a solution. I, I don't have a napkin for you at the unit, oh. so your, your finger's yeah. just gonna be all slimy well, the whole rest. Let me bring out this village school bag <laughs> without promoting at all. And I'll just kinda okay. oh, this is yours by the way. Oh. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. If you if Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah, I mean that's uh yeah. Sound? Yes. Because it's a podcast, you have to do a la 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 la. Now, of course, what you do here is you ask the kid what's their favorite song. It doesn't matter what it is, you always sing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Yeah. Right? So you're like, Twinkle Twinkle. This is going to be horrible for your at home audience. It's okay. Little Star. Why did it stop? There's no more air. That's right! It takes air to make sound. Of course, you can do it underwater, but you won't understand anything anybody's saying. So, main thing is, uh, you can teach sound, and if I'm in outer space, yeah, does, does it bother you um, watching movies like Star Wars where there's all those uh, sound effects in the space battles? Cause no, because uh, as an animator, when I was drawing, it would be a lot of And so we would do a lot of those different. Lots of dogs and cats Yeah, and of course, space. when I do the, it's very important to learn the which I learned from Ferris Bueller. Oh, I can't do that. Actually, he's Cameron from Ferris Bueller, and he would. It's actually just, it doesn't come from your lungs, it just comes from your eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh. So then, when you do, whenever you drop liquid like this, you know, mm. you do that. And so it is an occupational hazard. I can't not do that. Well, and those movies wouldn't be as fun to watch if there were no. Sound yeah, effects. exactly right. Like if you try to watch the Stooges and turn off the sound, it's just not funny. Well, they're not in space. So, kids, the Three Stooges were once a show that was on quite a while ago. I love. I used to watch the reruns when I was. Yeah, in they were just great. Yeah. So, but it was like, you know, all these different sound things. <laughs> of course, I did Blues Clues, so I. I would, when a grown man does that, it's time to get a new. But job. you, you were you didn't work on the television show. It no, was I worked a... on the, so I worked on the PlayStation video game, which uh, really? is not a good game. So uh, <laughs> there was a conflict between Nickelodeon and us. They wanted the full background. We told them we didn't have the memory, and we were right. It takes seven seconds to load when you go from one room to the other room. No kid has that kind of patience. That's a long time. To, long time to wait. Just between, forever. Uh... Yeah, and that was back before we had such low attention spans. But you did the sound effects for the game. No, oh. I just walk around going. Bow, 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 bow. You know. So you just annoyed your coworkers. Because I did Scooby Doo as well. Mm. Scoob. Anyway, Scooby Doo so. or Blues or Blue? Yeah. Who's Who's better? I'm gonna go Scooby. You gotta go Scooby. You know, Blue yeah. is Blue is good for. Well, Scooby mm. solved actual crimes. Exactly yeah. right. You know, he went out there, he fought his fears, which is what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Any, any more experiments? <laughs> uh, I. Uh, if you're I out, that's okay. I, I have think more, I'm out. I, think I have I'm more out. questions. You know, well, oh, you have more questions. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, w w what's your favorite thing about teaching science to, especially young 
children. Um, yeah, I, it is the excitement. I mean, just when you bring out, so if you bring out the Van der Graaff generator and then the kids walk over there and they zap themselves, like, you know, that's entertainment for days. You know, like they love it. They're learning science. They're learning stuff. They're learning about the world around them. And when they start coming in with questions, I have younger kids, like you know, pre-K kids that come in with some serious questions. That means they're really thinking now. Now, would they be thinking without me there? Yes, they would. But what would they be thinking about? It might not be directed in something that uh, really makes them think. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, and so that's kind of the best part is when you see them kind of start really getting the science thing and everything becomes questioning. And that's the hardest part, too, is when they start getting it, it's off to the races. Because it's question after question after question after question. And so like my daughter, who's now 13, my son, who's now four, like I try to encourage as much questions as I can. It's exhausting because I have to, like, they're in the back seat just rattling off these questions, and I'm trying to answer each one of them. And you have to. What, what is one thing that you think you, people should know about science in general? Is it like a common misconception about uh, science yeah, curriculum? Common, or, or I think it, the, most people think scientists are smart. I'm living proof that they're not. Uh, but also, too, the idea is with scientists, uh, and with science, it is anything and everything you want it to be. It's simply knowledge. The root of science is knowledge. So if you're interested in anything, art, sound, music, whatever, that's mm. still science. Yeah. And because you're still going to test a thing, you're still going to, every line on a piece of paper when you're drawing something is an experiment to see if you're going to get that right or the way you want it to look. And it is up to you what you get out of it. Mm -hmm. So uh, most people go away from science because they're taught that science is a certain thing, where science is absolutely everything, just like art is absolutely everything. And so a lot of people ask me, like, why is it so important? Because I started the pre-K pre science. Because science shows you have to start at pre-K. And so they say, well, why do you think it's so important to teach science in pre-K? It's because it is just as important as music, dance, mathematics, you know, language arts. Mm -hmm. All of that all has to be taught. So I'm not saying don't teach those other things. Sure. I'm saying include that in your curriculum with music, with dance. I mean, how many dance programs do we have? We need more dance. That's why I do positive, negative, opposites attract, slam, repel. Da, da. That's where everything I do is a dance, because I, I include dance in my science. So pre-K science, what does that involve? Uh, a lot of work, because those guys are smart, yeah. and they're already doing it. So the thing is about pre-Kers is they're in there making messes, breaking stuff, trying things out. A lot they're of hands-on stuff. They're experimenting too. all day long. Mm -hmm. And I think it's MIT that has lifelong kindergarten. So even at the college level, at MIT's level, they say it should be kindergarten where you just have stuff left out and you're messing with it. And that's what you do. And so no matter if you go into a pre-K classroom or if you go into the MIT lab, it's a mess. Mm -hmm. You know, I went to MIT, they had segways half ripped apart in, in shopping carts and the, the little walking room through all this shrapnel. And that to me is innovation. And that to me is, you know, building a better future. Yeah, and we had, uh, just on our last podcast, we had uh, Dr. Charles O'Connor. He's a science teacher at Gulf Middle School. Uh, and one thing that he tries to teach his students is that, you know, he mentioned he wants them to know that scientists aren't just, you know, old guys in white lab coats. Uh, you know, it can be, anybody can be a scientist. Absolutely, you know. yeah. Sorry, just, sorry you're, in, uh, you're literally in a white lab coat right I have now. It in but, yeah, of course, and it's proven that people trust people in lab coats. That's why I wear is it. Is it? Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. And mm -hmm. so, uh, you know, don't know why. But, uh, yeah, I've been wearing the lab coat for many, many years yeah. now. And but we went to so we had the Lee County Science Fair, which was mm -hmm. at Lico Reno at FGCU. Yeah, and uh, it's again the greatest event on earth. How can STEMtastic and the Science Fair be the greatest events on earth? Because they both are. They're equally great. Because you go there and talk about scientists, it's mostly women. 
You know, really? it's mostly high school girls, middle school girls that are there, and the stuff they're doing is literally gonna change the world. Yeah, I mean, we had so, uh, one of our students from Fort Myers High School, Dahlia Dry. Yeah, uh, we had her on the podcast, and she, you know, crushes it at the science fair every single year, doing Absolutely. stuff like just, you know, with space and yeah. Um, the only yeah, thing I can't I, even explain it because I'm not smart enough to describe yeah, her and project. And it happens to me all the time. I go there and I ask questions, and I'm the guy that won't stop asking questions until I understand it. Mm -hmm. So I kind of grill them, you know, like kind of like, oh, so wait, exactly, how does it work? One of the, one of the times I had a girl tell me that uh, she had an English accent, and I said, so you're, she's growing tomatoes. How are you growing so many tomatoes? You're making a huge yield on your crops. And she says, uh, well, it's depotion water. And I was like what's depotion water? And then everyone around, I have judges around me and they're going, uh, Glenn, just let it go. I'm like, no, don't, what's depotion water? And she said, deep ocean water. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. So apparently, you know, parts per million deep ocean water yields better crops. Do you follow science news oh, regularly? Yeah. Is, there, is there anything uh, out there right now, out, something new, new discoveries or things that scientists are really looking into that oh. you're really interested in? Oh, that yeah. you think? I mean, a lot of space stuff. Apparently Japan's going to put something on the moon this year. Really? We'll see. Mm -hmm. But uh, So you might have to be able to go to the moon. So I tell the kids now when you're 16, you can get a driver's license or go to the moon. It's your choice. Yeah. Uh, and then so, but there's so much stuff. I mean, the picture of the black hole. That was cool. Oh my yeah. gosh, the picture. <laughs> but I mean, just the stuff they're doing. I mean, everything. Everything's just off the charts. Robotics, biology, all the aerospace stuff they're doing. You know, it's like. Yeah, the Boston Dynamics stuff is. Yeah, people ask me, what, what time would you want to live? And it's right now. I would want to live right now because this is where everything's yeah. just starting to happen and come together. We start knowing, you know, back in ben Franklin, Benjamin Franklin's day, you had to get a kite and go out during a thunder lightning storm just to see what's going on. Yeah. We already know that stuff now, thanks to him. Scary. <laughs> uh, do you think we'll make it to Mars in oh, the yeah, next Oh yeah, definitely, sure. I mean, when, decades? I don't know. No. We're gonna be on Mars at some point. In your uh, lifetime, you think? I'm gonna have to say so. Yeah? Yeah, because a lot of people with a lot of money that want this to happen, hmm. then that's gonna happen. Well, yeah. te technology just advances so quickly, like exponentially yeah. every yeah. year, and you know, it's Yeah, and I do think we should go to the moon first. So we go and we, Colonize the moon first. That'd be awesome. Yeah. You know. And actually, one of the guys that worked for me, Brogan Hedrick, actually went to the UN with a write-up on all the laws for moon and space debris. So you know, who owns the moon? You know, nobody. So they have to kind of start making laws before we get there. And so that. Yeah, I hope that doesn't get ugly. Nah. People fighting over who owns. Nobody fights over land. <laughs> would you Would you want to live on the moon? Once it's safe. Yeah. Give so it a you minute. would you would you would want to be one of the yeah. first groups? Uh, yeah. No. Uh, there's a lot more braver type people that yeah. can go and do that part. You okay. know, I don't think I could. Braver than you? Braver than I can get up in front of people, but no, I don't like to go places. Well, that takes a lot of bravery. Possibly. You know, public speaking is yeah. one of the biggest fears. Yeah, and I think that's also too, and that's huge in whatever we do too. That's why yeah. I think uh, getting people up and presenting. So even if you're doing engineering, at the end of it, have them present their ideas. Have them come up and say, you know, this is what I did. Because you have shy kids, and studies have shown. You don't let kids stay shy because if you just ignore them and be like, oh, they don't like doing this, they stay that way. Mm -hmm. And someday they're going to have to speak up. Someday they want something and they won't be able to say it. And so you have to have them present at the end of everything, art projects, you know, science projects, whatever, stand up and present, which is also what the science fair is all about. Yep. Stand up and present. Share your ideas. And present, presenting is just as important as the rest of what you're doing. Communication skills. You know, yeah, you can be the greatest engineer areas. in the world, but nobody's going to know it if yeah. you can't talk to people. Uh, all right, so we do this thing at the end of every podcast where we ask okay. uh, five questions. I'm sorry I didn't give you advance notice. About it. <laughs> I uh, got this. Before we go to that, is there anything else you wanted this is to talk about? Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Anything I want to talk about? This will be uh, heavily. So we have STEM test. I, that made a cool noise. 
right, STEMtastic. Yes, just a reminder. February 8th, most amazing event in the world. Saturday, February 8th, here at the Lee County Public Education Center on Colonial Boulevard. 10 o'clock. 10 a.m., goes till about 3, I right. believe. Free and yep. open to the public. Fantastic. Come bring your kids, the whole family. It's yeah. fun. There's tons to do, tons of experiments to watch. Yep. Come see me. I'll be emceeing. You can win prizes. You can win free summer camp. Yeah. yeah. Lots of hands-on activities for everybody. For everybody. Just a good time. Parents get involved. It's great to see. Yeah. Then we have Innovation Fest, which is February 22nd, and that'll be open to the everybody. Also free and open to the public. Yeah. We're looking for some help, guys. So if you want to have a booth there and show off some more stuff, come on down. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Glenn. Yes, here ready? comes the question. Okay, so what's your favorite book? Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah. I have, so it, Ken Robinson is one of my heroes. Okay. So uh, he writes a lot of books. I think The Element is another is a book of his that he wrote, uh, Out of Our Minds. So I'd say any Ken Robinson book is, because the reason why I added dance to all of my stuff is because he's the one that came up with, some people have to move to think. So is he a scientist? Or, he's um, an educator. So he's... Uh, in education, so he's like okay. the head of education somewhere in Europe somewhere. Oh, okay. I'm probably butchering that. <laughs> uh, all right. Favorite movie or TV show? Forrest Gump was a favorite movie. That's a good one. Great, great movie. Uh, and favorite TV show? That's, you know, I'm kind of Simply in... Science. Simply Science was the greatest, <laughs> bestest TV show. Uh, I'm kind of into Baby Yoda right now. Yeah, so, The Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, I got to say. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so cute. <laughs> Emily's baby obsessed. Baby Yoda, do, 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 oh, baby. Don't. No, don't do the. We just, no. that, that's like finally. Oh, but dying. it can come back we, with Yoda. You know. Yoda can bring it back, just like the Star Wars franchise. Okay, so good. Yeah, did you, um, <laughs> did you like the See, latest I trilogy? I don't believe we're allowed to judge. I believe that that was Lucas that decided, and, you know, J.J. Abrams, whatever he decided to do, that is now set in stone, and we can't, we can't make decisions on that anymore. <laughs> no opinions are allowed on Star Wars. I, I just go, I watch it, and I see it just as that's how it is, and that's, you know, it is the way. I was uh, not a fan of how it ended. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say it's a struggle. It's a struggle. For, that's why you have to just accept it, because I could spend the rest of my life mourning. Yeah, it was just clear to me that they didn't have a <laughs> solid plan going into, like, they didn't have, it was, they went into it not knowing how they were going to end the trilogy, which is mind-boggling yeah, to me. The last one was real super fast. They could split that yeah, up into three movies, yeah. and I would have been fine with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, moving on. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm going to be at the FLL tournament, too, and I'll be dressed as Obi-Wan Kenobi, just so you know. Very cool. Yeah. What is your favorite song or favorite musical group or artist? Oh, so, big Beatles fan. Okay. Like, like, a lot of Beatles stuff. But my daughter's been listening to Electric Light Orchestra lately with Mr. Oh, Blue yellow, Sky. Oh, yeah. And I've really been liking Mr. Blue Sky. It's just a happy, kind of, like, pick you up. And, Yellow's you great. Know. Yeah. Okay, so, at the beginning of this podcast, I thought that, so I always... The next question is always, what was your favorite subject in school growing up? And mm. at the beginning of the podcast, I, I would have guessed science, but that's probably not true, huh? Yeah, growing up, my yeah. favorite subject was art. art so yeah. art and animation. I had a really good high school art teacher, Mr. Lynn Craft, okay. and he was the one that let me in his room to help build sets and stuff during science and math. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, so that's why the A in STEAM is so important to you. Exactly you know? right, yeah. So we have, and you know, it, it, the design part is still a part of engineering mm. technology. Yeah. So. Uh, okay, last one. Last question. If you could have dinner with anyone living or dead, hmm. who and why? Wow. Yeah, you can take your time. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, there's so many greats out there. Anyone living or dead, if I could have dinner with somebody, 
Tex Avery. So Tex Avery was uh, the inventor of Bugs Bunny and a bunch ah. of other Looney Tune characters. And even though I am a Disney fan, I also am a huge Looney Tunes fan from back in the day because I grew up with all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. The humor, the uh, you know, they were the first people to really bring it into a global audience, including adults, not just for kids, yeah. that kind of stuff. And uh, well, my mom loves Looney Tunes. Yeah, it's so great. <laughs> you know, of course, you, a lot of them you can't watch anymore because they they're just sure. not appropriate <laughs> at this time. But back then, that's what I grew up with. Yeah. What would you want to you just pick his brain about animation? Well, because they were at the Warner Brothers a lot, and there was a guy, Leon Schlesinger, which was like their boss, and apparently he would, they would be laughing because they're animators, and they would have a great time going over gags that they're going to put in their reel, and he would kick the door in and be like, why are you laughing? Get back to work! And to me, I would love to talk about you know, how he was able to come up with some of the greatest stuff and deal with the pressures that he's not actually supposed to be laughing. <laughs> He's supposed to make comics, yeah, but not laugh. Okay, uh, all right, Glenn, super scientist Glenn Biteman. Adam, it's been fantastic. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure. Yeah. Uh, thank you for coming. Stemtastic, February eighth, ten to three. Here is there, at the is there outro, music? outro music? Yeah, well, I'll put it in post. Yeah. yeah. Is it like more? Of a, uh, I like yeah, to pretend like I'm dancing. To okay, we'll just music. dance it out. Thanks yeah. for watching. Listening. You just gotta find See you next time. Ties to the beat.